0: Wow, what a a difference. difference. The The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of am-rays and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of Blockbuster Video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom and pop video store killer, the corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now, aside from Alaska for some reason due to lack of fast internet and parody Twitter accounts. By the way, The Last Lonely Blockbuster is amazing and you should be following them. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars, who are in the know, arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hey everybody! Welcome back again to the TalkBuster podcast. As always, I'm Chris Chipman. Um, got a, a special treat for you guys tonight, and for me, and for my guest. Um, I uh, this is the first time a fan has ever um, got in touch with me about being on one of these. And even though I've only been doing this for a year, I didn't realize I had fans that were that into it. So this is really cool. This is uh, this is awesome. So um, I'll let uh, I'll let you introduce yourself, buddy. Hi, uh, I'm Bill Carriola how you doing chris i'm doing well dude and uh, i'm I'm glad you're not afraid to use your full name a lot of my friends that worked with me at blockbuster are like dude just don't use my full name man these stories are gonna get me in trouble i'm like come on man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what what trouble could we really get in
1: (laughs) yeah uh yeah mine's kind of a rare like you that's a one-of-a-kind kind kind of name so exactly
0: and so um for for those of you that might know bill um you're uh Philadelphia on Twitter and the Ghostface uh, Billa on other things.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's Philadelphia, PA on uh, Twitter. Yeah, and uh, it's usually uh, Coop to Bill is another one I go by. Oh, that's so,
0: awesome, Coop to Bill. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had an old roommate. He loved to give me like weird nicknames that just sounded like my name, and I ended up with like a million of them. But Ghostface Billa, Coop to Bill were ones that, and Philadelphia were the ones that mainly stuck.
0: So, so, so my name is Christopher Cook Chipman. So not only in kindergarten did I have to spell a really long name, but I had, you know, chocolate chip-a-cookie and chips and gravy in college. I would have just, just went with Triple C. Triple and got C, right? I mean, it's earlier yeah. in the alphabet than Triple X, which is yeah. better than Vin and
1: Diesel. That's, that's, yeah. that's how that works. And you could do a playoff, like, if you had Photoshop, you could do a playoff, the whole Triple H thing. You could have a whole motif going.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah, right? I am full of good ideas sometimes
0: sometimes I, I feel I feel the
1: exact same way
0: in fact if if this uh, doesn't go well, that'll just be the new title. We're full of yeah. good ideas sometimes sometimes so um t- <laughs> everybody who's been listening to this so far knows a lot about me, but um here's your even though you have your own thing which we can plug later on um yeah, you know tell tell the internet about you before we get into where your video store tie in
1: yeah um well uh. I'm an IT tech, uh, I live, I'm based out of Philadelphia, um, I just hit 40 this year, so that's been fun, and I do, I have started kind of my own amateur kind of web show, which I'll get into later, but um, yeah, I think I contacted you, because I, uh, I found you through your and Bob's uh, Chipman Brothers tangent, and when you started the Patreon, I was like, I like that podcast too much, so I'm I'm going to chip in for that too. Yeah, we started and... going back
0: and forth, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then I started listening to this, and it kind of made me all nostalgic from when my i I had a lot of friends that worked at Blockbuster, and I worked at my own video store too. And I did send you the photo of the, yes, you they, did the giant so, the giant highway
0: yeah. view, like mobile um, yeah, gas station style Blockbuster sign.
1: Yeah, it's in South Philly, and it's it's been up since the '90s, and I think it's like forty or fifty feet in the air. Jesus. And they just never bothered to take it down. So it's just still up to this day. Does it still light like, up? You know, I I don't know. I wasn't there at night. <laughs> I'll have to check that out the next time I'm in
0: that area. Cuz wouldn't so. that just be creepy? It's like there's in this ghost town, all that is left is the glowing blue and yellow beacon yeah. of hope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it shines right above a furniture store.
0: <laughs> so. the uh, The only thing left of my blockbuster is the blue pole. They took the sign down, but they left the pole.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say, yeah. Oh man, uh, a lot, lot of nights spent in that store. So, so um, I, I take it you, or I
0: think you were the one that sent it to me, actually. Um, now that I meant yes. to think of it, the uh, the opening of the Captain Marvel trailer for people that haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, I, I geeked and
1: I was like, oh, I got to send that to Chris right away. <laughs> dude, dude, I got
0: – I glazed over. I couldn't believe it. It's like not only is it awesome to see, but it's also quite – I mean I'm I'm 34, you're 40. Yeah. How fitting and weird is it that we are now of the like the decade of age group where they can start um, period piecing us by – Pop culture things in our lifetime, right? Like you know, it's one thing for like an obscure thing like He-Man to show up in the background in a movie or something like that, but man, you know, <laughs> you you can't you can't deny what time period that movie's supposed to be taking place in, <laughs> just by no, that. you can't. Yeah, it's perfect. It,
1: unless it, it couldn't have been any more '90s, unless she fell into a vat of Joel Cola and Dan Cortez pulled her out,
0: right? So. <laughs> and and like even down to the like look. Of the shelves because yeah because blockbuster in its um in its death knell days were kind of like the wire hanger like um cheapo video store kind of shelves but they had those wooden like ikea style um <laughs> shelves that you know would just that would just go on for miles yeah just miles yeah and it, it, it it's a terrible design for a video store because they would put the Shelves in a way where if you're standing up in the pit in the front where which is where the cash registers were, you were looking at the front of a shelf, not down aisles, so people yeah. could just stick a trash bag in the middle and just fill them up. <laughs> it just yeah. it was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that yeah. trailer really got me. So um, uh, so you came to me with a with a pretty unique um take on the video store thing. Oh, it's unique to me because. Working for Blockbuster, uh, we didn't allow the kind of movies it, that were at the stores you worked in. So, um,
1: correct. Kind of, kind of. I,
0: we're we giving them little little tidbits, hanging that carrot out, But tell the story yeah. of how that ended up.
1: Well, I heard your last episode, and I and the guy's name is blanking me, but it was like a different video Dan, store, and I Dan was like, worked for Movie Gallery that's right movie gallery and i was like oh i guess they'll probably expand to other video stores so i messaged you i was like hey you know um I, I noticed you'd mentioned that you were looking for guests and i used to work at a video store um full disclosure it was a porn rental store and you're like oh that could be just fun let's do it i was exactly. like exactly okay.
0: we only ever got porn when it was people's homemade stuff that they return
1: <laughs> yeah we had that too <laughs> So, uh, the video store I worked at was called Excitement Video, um, it was like a smaller chain, it was actually, uh, there was one or maybe three in the city, and there was a couple more out in the burbs, it was actually fairly big for the most part, and they specialized mainly in that. That's um, crazy, so they had regular videos too? N- so, like yeah. Like a wall? <laughs> um... The store I originally got hired in, uh, I was uh, it was near Fronten, Oregon, in South Philly. And it had been open probably a bunch of years by that point. And they passed a law a little while after that you had to have so many regular movies to so many adult titles. But since the store was open before that law, they were grandfathered in, so where they didn't have to do that. But if they altered the store in any way or changed the layout, I tried to expand. They would have had to start doing it, so the store was basically the size it was going to be, and that was it. It was kind of like oddly cramped, but um, I started working there. I want to say I was probably a twenty twenty one, so this had to be ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, because um, I uh, I was in a band at the time. That was my that was going to be my big Um job which never never panned out. (laughs) So having a video store job was kind of perfect. And the hours were flexible and I could just either do mornings or nights and here and there. Um I ended up working there for a good maybe year or two. So I was there for a while. And it was funny when I was uh I reached out to a bunch of guys I used to work with and I was like, hey, you know, I'm actually gonna do this podcast, and I'm going over old Stories or any memories, and and they were like, "Oh my god, dude, Jesus!" <laughs> and just like all these like memories of all the crazy stuff that would happen back then just came flooding back, and it was a lot of fun. So, isn't it great? Um, it,
0: it's like like I said before, you know, it's weird how that 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 job, even though you know you were at a different kind, it, it, it's yeah. something about that camaraderie, something about the type of person that that type of job attracts. You know, whether it's you know the the kid that just needed a job—you don't usually get those people. It's more like there's like an attachment to it, whether it's you know, oh, you know, uh, it's just something about the format. <laughs> you, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, and it was like funny my whole, because my I was one party of where people I worked with. So uh, keep keep going, sorry. Yeah.
1: No, was, I was. It was funny. I was just thinking of this. I didn't realize it. it was. I was one of three musicians that actually worked there. So that was like the perfect job for guys like that. Right. Where it was like I could kind of I can kind of get a full time but I can also kind of leave time to try to uh, like uh, do that chase so. my art oh yeah yeah and chase it I did to uh, yeah not much success so, what, what kind um, of band was it uh, we were God at that point we were kind of a hardcore band and I use that term extremely loosely but well um, it, it
0: sounds yeah. about the right um, time period for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Since that's what I was listening to at the time. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I yeah, we 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 never really got a a lot, but yeah, you know, it was fun. It was something I did. And I did it for a lot of years, and then I joined a pop punk band after that. And which is the natural progression from the hardcore band? Yeah, it totally is. I'm like, all right, I've had enough of that. I want to sound like the Descendants. <laughs> so <laughs> ain't so, nothing um, wrong with that. They, they they my favorite band. Um, I actually, i I just saw them like three weeks ago. They were in town.
0: Well, now that is a podcast for another day. It totally. We is. could. Oh man, talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so, so I'm, I've, I've got another. I, I'm calling it "Shooting the Shit" with Chippa, which is okay. the the podcast where I can't come up with you know a whole um, top point of a show to be the same thing every week. Where I just come up with a topic, kind of like with you, your your idea, right? Where you have people on that are really into something. Um, yeah. And my, my idea was, you know, I could it can almost be like a like a late night kind of interview show. Right. Where I have, you know, say, say, you know, I got a friend who does one of my buddies is a ham radio operator for Massachusetts emergency response during storms. So I was going to have okay. him on and let him talk about that because I bet he's got some cool stories. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he worked the marathon when the bombing happened. Oh, right? wow. He just he just happened to be there. You know what I mean? Because that's so like that was a crazy day you know living around here anyway was crazy Uh, but you know um knowing someone who was right in the middle of it in that sort of level um so you know someone local that wants to pitch something maybe i'll end up getting you know local people running for office you know like Lynn city council i don't even know but so so um yeah um music and uh particularly the descendants of bands like that oh man that'd be great
1: yeah oh yeah that'd be great um so oh, yeah, keep I guess going. I should probably Yeah, I should probably talk more about the actual job. Yeah, sorry about that, dude. Um, this is what I yeah, do. Yeah, that's all right. I <laughs> I will I will go off. I'm a chatty Kathy, So this is kind of perfect
0: for me. Me, me too. And I'm I'm yeah. and and not and again we like I wanted to say we can do this more. Um so, you know, I want to try to keep this one to just over an hour so my yeah. wife and I get to, you know, not be woken up by our daughter. But again, that's gotten that's not about you. That's just about yeah, me no, no, trying to. Fine. I, I never do that.
1: I always end up going. You've probably listened to them way longer, but I'm I'm trying to be better. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I, I try to do the same thing on mine, and I, 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 at some point I'm going to abandon it. So <laughs> okay, three, um, three two one, porn store, go. Yeah. So I I was actually funny enough. I was a customer first. Um, well, 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 for the yeah, whole well, internet you know, to hear. I'm just well, messing I, around. I mean, I'm just fucking yeah, around. I was. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Well, I was like nineteen twenty. Come on. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Um, and then they had a sign about help wanted, and I was kind of out of work at the time. Um, so I was like, okay. Well, hey, you know, I you know, I have no video store experience, but you know, give it a shot. And, You know, I interviewed, and they're all right. We'll have you start. And it was pretty, pretty much what you would expect. So um, the system, the database, quote unquote. And I don't know why I just used air quotes, and we're talking over voices. You so, know, I anyway. could I could see you doing it, <laughs> which is really funny. Even. Yeah. So the um, the system was one of those old green screen terminal things, and the PC was this giant box tape backup. Yep. That, that's um, how Blockbuster was. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it was pretty simple. You enter in the information, you ring up the code, you punch in, and there was like a it was a simple letter number system. It was, like, two letters and then four numbers, and then that's how they kind of cataloged everything. And there would be, like, a, like the first section you walk into was stuff on sale and new release, and then the back sections were all kind of organized by genre, so to speak. Ah. Um, I don't know how... Uh, I will try to keep this as clean as possible. I will try to refrain from any kind of four-letter word, so to speak, but it will be a little tough considering the subject matter.
0: Well, feel feel Um, free.
1: I don't think I have this logged as a a child safe cast anyway, so... Totally fine. All right, so there was like a general section, and then there was uh, broken up after that. There would be amateurs, there would be classics, there would be anal, oral, and so on. And... Early on, it was like uh, me and a lot of the guys that I'm going to refrain from using anybody's names um, because I'm sure they don't want to know. To protect Um, the innocent. Eh, kind (laughs) of, yeah. So it was funny. um, Once I got the lay of the land, basically all we did was we either listened to music or we watched regular movies all the time. Um, That's so funny. It's like the absolute opposite
0: of Clerks, right? Really. All, All I can think of is the Randall porn ordering scene. When The lady so, coming in to get like the fluffy bunny or whatever it was for her kid. And I could just see so you funny. guys being like, Can you shut up about, you know, chicks with dicks five? <laughs> I'm trying to watch Clash of the Titans.
1: No, so what's funny is actually uh, the quote unquote Smith trilogy, because he only had three back then, was something that was always kind of in a heavy rotation a lot. So we were always watching Clarks and Mall Rats and things like that. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It, was just, it just spoke to us. Um, I remember the big one. I went to the movies to see The Big Lebowski. And I was one of eight people in that theater. <laughs> and it's the second that it came out on videotape, I bought it and I brought it in. And that thing got worn out in that store. That was almost always on. Everybody loved that film. We couldn't get enough of it. And it was funny, when I was preparing for this, I was talking to my girlfriend and she was like, hey, did you ever watch any of the actual movies that you guys sold? I'm like, there were four I can explicitly remember. Two of them I will not go into because I try to burn them from my memory, but it's scarred forever. And I'd rather not put anybody else through that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was actually going to put links to them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would really not recommend that. But there were two others and I will always remember. And I actually owned them both at one time. I've since lost them. And um, they were really, really amazing. There was one movie called Tie Me Up, and tie was spelled T-H-A-I? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And, the, no, the whole thing was, it was a parody spoof of, like, old classic kung fu movies to the point where it was dubbed incorrectly on purpose. So everybody talking, none of the, like, dialogue match, what they were actually saying and I just, like, That's we were just insane. like, oh, right. It was so well done. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that one always stuck out to me. And there was another one. I – it was called Double Feature, I think. Yes, Double Feature. Um, I assume it's not talking about how many films there are. No. Yeah, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> This one I remember specifically, it was directed by, give me a sec here, I used to have all this stuff in a database in my mind, Jonathan Morgan, and he was kind of like, if you had ever seen this guy, he does not look like what you think a male porn star would kind of look like, he was kind of nerdy, like I ran an interview with him, he like had a Nova subscription, like he was just kind of this like geeky kind of guy, and the movies he directed, they kind of leaned really heavy into comedy. And this one was kind of like a spoof homage to like 50s science fiction. Oh, that's awesome. And it was really well done, I gotta admit. Like it was like a bunch of little vignettes about like, oh, aliens from space and a mad scientist Frankenstein thing. And I'm like, this is incredible. (laughs) So it was kind of nice to yeah. So those are the two I definitely remember. And oh god. So I remember a little while after I worked there, I kind of learned the ins and outs. And one of my favorite memories—the the ins I'm and outs—is a
0: is a perfect term for that, eh? It
1: totally is. So, <laughs> um, uh, customers of that kind of stuff when back when it was rentals, I was surprised how very particular they were.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> as soon as you said this, that went through my mind. It's like we we had some weird. Particular customers that would rent what, you know, the closest, because the furthest Blockbuster got into that kind of stuff was the Red Shoe Diaries, which yes. is like the, the Skinamax, like softcore kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was this one guy who just looked like he was the quintessential Uncle Touchy. You know what I mean? He, uh, and, uh, yeah. and he would just come in and he'd rent like 15 of these, and then, <laughs> and then the Little Mermaid. <laughs> and you'd be like, because you got to make
1: it look like you you'd know. be like, what the yeah.
0: fuck? Like, how does that make it better? Like, it just makes it, <laughs> it so actually, much worse.
1: Oh my god, it just raises so many further questions. I would have that I don't want to know the answers. Right,
0: to. and that, and, yeah. and it's the thing. Like, we'd get people's personal videos oh, yeah. with like you know titles on them that would say things like toilet treats. And stuff like that uh, in yeah, children's yeah. boxes. Always. Uh, and it just made me so uncomfortable because it's like, come uh, on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, uh, did did you put on Bambi after toilet treats? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, but anyway, so, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm sure you saw <laughs> so very particular customers. Yeah, let's delve into that.
1: Yeah, so um, I remember two instances in particular, and these were always great. Um, the first one was uh, I was working the morning shift. It was me and the one assistant manager and one of the older guys that was like, he was pretty much close to retirement age, and he just kind of did it a few days a week for some extra money. And this guy comes in, and he returns this movie. He's like, hey, um, I rented this movie. It was So we had a, like a huge kind of classics section of just stuff from, like, the 80s and the 70s and just stuff that was kind of out of print and you couldn't really find. But you'd also find things like, like Caligula, Behind the Green Door, like, movies that nobody knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Knows. Yep, yep. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff we would have marked, like, not for sale because they were just kind of super rare. And this guy comes in, he's like, I rented this movie, and when I went and played it, it's the wrong movie. It's like the label's right, but the movie's wrong. So we pop it in, we take a look, and sure enough, it's not. And we check, and the label hasn't been tampered with in any way. And we kind of examine the tape, and here we kind of notice some scuffing. So we figured out the guy who rented it before him basically took the cassette tape apart, took the film out, put another film in it, and then screwed it back together and returned it. So my boss was like, pull up his rental log. And then sure enough, he'd been doing this for a while. We found like eight or nine that he did this to. And we're like, holy shit. I've got to like, give that, that guy is... credit for creativity. No, we totally did, but we also like he came back <laughs> like later that day and my manager was like, Uh, you've been stealing movies and we have it. Uh you're getting charged for them and you need to get the F out and you're never allowed back here again. Or we're calling the cops. So And he's like, Oh wow. I'm sorry, like, oh, no, I, I don't care about sorry, you need to go. So Yeah. And I think he probably went somewhere else and probably did the same thing, but it was right. Like, uh, yeah, wow, like, ah, you really... He really knew what he was looking for and he just, like, went after it. So... Jesus. He, yeah, yeah. Um, the... Cr- Crazy horn pirates. Yeah, you have no idea. Oh, man. Um, the worst one was, uh... I don't think I was there for... But I know, like, one of the guys I work with was there and, um... Sky comes in and he had, like, three or four movies that he rented. He... So when the guys would come in, they would come in, they would drop off what they were returning, and they would go look for what they were going to get next. And, you know, we're kind of busy, so we, we would pile them up and usually stack them to the side. But we were... No, I think it was slow, so he was able to just check them out, check them back in immediately. And what you would do is it was those old plastic clear see-through cases. He would pop it open just to check to make sure it was rewound. And as he popped it open and put the tape in his hand to look at it, it was still covered in whatever he was using for lubricant, oh, and the tape God. just slid right out of his hand, right onto the counter, and made kind of a wet, kind of like noise. And he just like see, and this is before uh, hand sanitizer was yeah, readily I was available. To say, man! So he went to the bathroom, washed his hands, came back up. The guy comes up, he just slams a roll of paper towels. He's like, wipe them off before you bring them back. And the guy's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He's <laughs> like, I don't care. Wipe them off right now. Made a whole scene. The whole store kind of stopped dead. And he was just like, oh, my God. You could just see how embarrassed this guy was. And- Holy <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. That oh, was, oh, was a good time. That definitely beats the uh, kids' tapes always covered in maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> that we always had. <laughs> Which you can identify with maple syrup is, and it's edible.
0: Yeah, well, you never know. That might have been edible. That's a completely different... uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's just...
1: uh... Oh, yeah. But the worst day usually was um, Christmas Eve or any kind of day before a holiday. Oh, Um, yeah. Because there was only a couple of days out of the year that the store would be closed. And I remember the first Christmas Eve I worked, I think we were only going from like 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It was just going to be normally it would be open to midnight it was like nine to midnight like almost every day and i get him and it's like a little before nine you know i have my coffee everybody's getting set up it's me the one assistant manager and one of the other guys that's the whole crew for the whole day and i think maybe one guy to come in for a few hours to kind of give a hand and i was talking of the one guy i work with and he's standing there he's like you know if this were a decent world we shouldn't have a single customer in here today, but, but we're closed tomorrow for Christmas, so tomorrow's a free rental day. Prepare for mayhem, and sure enough, I'd never seen that many people in a video store in my life. They were just coming in all day long. It just There was never not 15 to 20 people in that store. Jesus. at any point in that day. they was just like line up and they're just grabbing a bunch. This one guy who had an 11 tape limit rented all 11 because tomorrow was a free day because I think it was usually like a one or two day rental and boy did he take advantage of it. And I think it's about one o'clock in the afternoon and we've just been non-stop and the guy I was working with just looks out and just real loudly just goes, don't you effing people know it's Christmas? <laughs> yeah man that that's where we're all rent the Santa themed ones. We're laughing and they're just like run rump, rump and just go <laughs> back to what they were doing. That's freaking hilarious. Uh, yeah, but I got to tell you man, they were very 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 particular about the stuff they would rent all the time. It was it was I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Now it was... so
0: so did did people have the gall to uh comment on your choice of what section you put the films in? Like, did you get complaints about, well, you know, (laughs) you said that this was, you know, um, all girl, and I saw a guy in there, so, you know.
1: (laughs) Ah, funny enough, I do remember one instance where something like that kind of happened. Because we have that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say this Um, is a comedy. Well, I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um we uh the way it usually worked, I think it was like three bucks for a new release, two dollars for anything that wasn't a new release. Um we also cause this was just when DVDs kind of started to become a thing, so we had a handful of DVDs there, and they basically just ran a like new release kind of thing. There was also CD ROMs cause that was also still a thing. And that's funny. There was uh, a section marked, like, special interest, and I think those were usually, like, long, super long compilation tapes or anything in the BDSM, that like, that kind of stuff. They had the rental code of a new release, and I think it was, like, a, one night, it's me and this one guy... We're working and this guy returns a movie and it was a special interest movie and he had it out for a day and he was back and, you know, he's ringing him up. He's like, all right, that'd be like, you know, three, whatever the tax was. And the guy's like, no, it's not. It's two. He's like, well, no, it's three. He's like, no, the new releases are three. The old movies are two. I know I've been coming here for three years. I know how this stuff works. And I can see my friends trying to not get into an argument with this guy. And I politely interject myself into the conversation. I'm like, excuse me, sir. You know, I just was overhearing. Um, What seems to be the problem? Where were you? He's like, oh, you know, I just rented this older movie. It was back here. I'm like, was it in this section on this wall? And he said, yeah. I'm like, well, that's special interest. That is $3. The sign is clearly posted. He's like, well, I didn't say it. I'm like, you got to trust me. It's there. I can show you where it is right now if you want. He's like, no, it's fine. Whatever. And just kind of stormed off. So... Yeah, yeah, they were, uh, yeah, that, that kind of happened every once in a while. Wasn't too bad, all things considered. I think guys, uh, didn't want to interact with us too much. Yeah, I can imagine. It's usually the head down. Uh, yeah, like, they're just like, yeah, just bring it up and shut up. <laughs> so, so, did you have regulars? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, lots and lots of regulars. I would see the same 18 to 20 people all the time. Did,
0: did any um, of them like just were they completely open and like cool with it like walk in and be like, "Hey, how's it going?"
1: You know what I mean? There was a, there was a couple guys. That let were me like let that, me, let me were, know what's good. Friendly. You know what I like. <laughs> yes. Um, there would be I remember one guy, there was one movie and I don't remember what it was, but he memorized where it was on the wall behind us and for a couple of days Every day he would come in and look and see what's still on the wall was like, ah, and we'd just go get something else. And I was just like, oh, this is like the saddest thing I've ever seen. So I'm like, hold on, wait, we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to mess with this guy a little bit. Move it around. No. So I took because what we do, they would bring up the giant like case like uh, they came in those big cardboard kind of cases like they were oversized. So there was no way this wasn't anything else. Like, the the old porn cases, because they were gigantic. And I put it, I grabbed the, basically, the case that you would put out for display, and I put it out in the new release, just to, just to mess with him. And his eyes lit up, and he grabbed it. <laughs> and he comes up, and he's like, all right, I'm renting." Like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. So we put this back by accident. He he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> kind of just, he's just, face kind of dropped. And he's like, oh, okay, uh, I'll just get these two then and go on his way. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the thing we had to counterbalance it uh, for our own sake and our own sanity was uh, when you would they would come in, basically their membership number was their phone number. Yeah. So they would come in, they would give them your phone number, you would punch it in, and up would pop their user profile. And there was usually like a dialog box that would pop up that would have any kind of note, like he has this kind of limit. Um, he needs to put down a deposit, or so and so. So how did and you how did you
0: establish those like the limits?
1: If they had been there for a while, depending, like uh, you know, or if they would ask, uh, it was kind of like a case by case basis. Okay, there was so no was, real it, rhyme or it, reason yeah, okay. for it. No, that just yeah.
0: I wasn't sure if like man, was it like some weird complex like you know, like nope, you got someone monitoring <laughs> it in like a little bunker down the street. That's like oh man. I, I nope. saw Johnny. <laughs> I saw Johnny, and man, he's uh, his wife's getting kind of annoyed that he's renting so much porn. You got to yeah, slow him no. down, or uh, or or, you know, <laughs> Uncle Jimmy's doctor called and said, uh, you know, his heart just can't handle the uh, the real fast ones. So you got to give him some. <laughs> you you got to give him some of the more tame stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. Anyway, oh, sorry. God. You you were saying.
1: Uh, no no it's fine the, the customer
0: um, profiles
1: yeah so what everybody worked there started do is they would kind of leave funny stuff in there of like uh this guy's just a human like tumor or whatever oh yeah we like, had so know, much like, fun oh god and there was one in particular and i never remember this because the so there was a general manager who didn't work out of our store but they worked uh i think I think they we had a store in like Reading or something that was like a huge big store and they came in and they would we, we would see this person from time to time it was super rare um, so they come in and I think they came in like a morning and it was a little short-staffed so they ended up like helping out and this one guy comes up he, he gets his movie to rent types on the keyboard kind of t- she kind of tilts her head Looking at the screen kind of funny, but continues to ring the guy out and goes up to my assistant manager. He's like, hey, can I ask you a question? And they're like, yeah. He's like, why does that guy's profile, his message comes up? Why does it say, likes it when you rub his (laughs) (laughs) tum-tum? That's awesome. Oh, my God. And his face drives like, wait, I don't know how that got in there. (laughs) Like, somebody probably, I don't know. So, that's oh, genius Oh, so it would be random things like that it was just like how can we make you laugh while you're ringing somebody up that we kind of can't stand <laughs> right and we
0: it was, at Blockbuster we had it was two different ones it was called like SBAL and T-BAL were the printouts okay. and there were two different kinds of notes and like one was the manager override so basically only managers could print this report and that's yeah. where we would put like the things we didn't want the customer to see but if they wanted the other thing, like, show me my rental history, we could write things like, you know, we checked this movie in at 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? He's yeah. lying, you know, or something like <laughs> right. that. Um, but uh, that, we got in trouble a lot because there were some managers that didn't know which way to use it. So they put things like, you know, this guy is a complete prick. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> Earth, that you'd be oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, we had
1: to get a little creative with it. But, yeah, we um, we had
0: one guy. um who we, you know, quite on the nose referred to as White Michael Jackson, um, who uh, came into the Woburn store when I worked there all the time, who was this creepy, he looked like Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Um, and he wore a studded white glove on his left hand. We don't Always, know why. We never like... asked him. And he would click on the counter with it, like when he was, like, you know, waiting to check out. And he was oh, just that was super nice. creepy. Like yeah, you, you yes. know, um, and and not even in like he didn't really he, he just he was very, like sl- he'd like sulk around and like breathe real heavy and it, it, yeah it was just a creep and um, yeah yeah and he we, we had a girl that started working there and he'd like bring her gifts and that got <laughs> it started getting very uncomfortable.
1: Wow, only just a lot, you know. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. wow, yep. Oh my god I remember there was one Oh yeah okay so Alright there was this one customer that always Come in every few Every couple months This guy would come in And I'll I'll leave names out but basically His girlfriend used to Be in movies Like early, in the early 90s or Mid 90s or something and she'd only Made a handful but enough To where you could probably find them Yep and so what he would do is, every so often, he would go around to all the shops in the area. Do you have any movies with this person? And they would just buy them just to get them out. So just to kind of just make sure that they aren't, like, laying around somewhere. Oh, like, wow, that's dedication. what? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So every, every so often, he would come in. Do you have any with this person? And we're like, uh, I don't think so, no. Um, oh, we have this one. He's like, oh, cool, I'll buy that. <laughs> I, re- I really like them. So it's basically just to hide the fact that his girlfriend was in these movies, I guess, was the plan. But that's, like, that's a bad plan because they just keep cranking them out. Man. Yeah, yeah, your your plan is not good. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what he's going to do now that the Internet's been invented. So I, I, I think he's probably just gave up. So. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, so yeah, that was kind of how that worked. And it was – we get a lot of – so the, we were in a – the, um, kind of place where we were the, uh, it was kind of like a strip mall kind of thing. So the layout was, it was our store and then there was a Radio Shack. Always. Next door. Always. Which I don't even think was operational at this time. I think it was, I think it had already moved out. And then right next to that was a place called Cheerleaders, which was a, uh, Go-Go bar. That uh, sounds about right. Which I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, and it was uh, – you could go, you get food. They served alcohol, but they couldn't show nudity. It was really weird how that whole thing was set up. I, I never quite understood it. and i, I, I never So you really get a lot it, of people so.
0: coming in that were all worked up. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: – <laughs> Or you get a local athlete every once in a while, which just made it even weirder. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, like every once in a while like a guy that played for the Phillies or like one of the Eagles and we we're like, Is that
0: who So, yep, so what'd okay. you say the name of the town this place was in was? It was
1: in South Philly. South Philly, South. okay. I just wanted to yeah, make sure. Yeah. Oh is yeah. that
0: um is it like in a fairly crowded area? It was you know, would you is it like very urban, like lots of yes, lots of yes. customer base, um, lots of
1: traffic. So where f- um from It looked and like is, that from there's... the pictures of the at yeah. Least. Yeah. um well, at the, uh, where front in Oregon is, um, you're uh, not far away from where the stadiums are because all the stadiums are south of the city. That's where everything is. And where we were, it was actually this was an odd setup. So there was uh, there was like a Toys R Us a little further over from us, and a bunch of random stores and this thing called the Oregon Diner, which is kind of like a kind of a well known establishment down there. And on the across the street from us, there was uh, it was like a god what was that i think it was like a wendy's and things like that there was also this check cashing place which i didn't i and i forgot about this and the one guy i worked with reminded me because um, we were also not far from uh the ecw arena <laughs> which was popular at the time and a lot of the wrestlers would come down there since there was a check cashing place open and they would cash checks so you would see guys like raven and taz walking around all oh, the time. oh that's that's crazy like, I know, right, but I was kind of not really into wrestling at that point, like, I knew what it was, but I wasn't really, like, rabid on it, so, like, one of the guys I worked with, he was, like, super, he was like, dude, I just saw Taz, Raven, it was crazy, I was like, I think I know who those guys are, like, (laughs) I don't think I ever saw one of them come in, and nobody, so, but... But right now, right across the street from that was this place, I God, I want to say it was like Tony Luke's, which is kind of a very known kind of st- like cheesesteak shop kind yep. of sandwich place with like, yeah. So, so it was kind of an interesting hub and it was like right off of like a highway and it was just right next to a neighborhood. So it was like a pretty, pretty big area. Um, and I was at that store for a while. Until uh, we had another store, we had... Two stores in the city, and then they opened up a third while I worked there. So there was the one in South Philly, which is the one I started working at. And then the, uh, after I'd been there for a while, the manager was like, hey, um, we're short-staffed at the market store. Can I send you up there to work there? And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I ended up just getting stuck there. And this was at, like, th- right near the corner of Third Market, which is right in Center City, which is in the middle of everything. All... All the big businesses are kind of down in the center city. And this was, like, kind of the old city area, which had just been, like, kind of revitalized. It was pretty popular. And foot traffic was a little different there. So um, I remember the store, it was... Uh, it went just straight back. It was a straight line. And there was, like, kind of, like... And the, the setup was just the wire, like, shelving where you just shove shit on there. Yep. And since this was a newer store... They had to have regular movies and I think they bought whatever they could get cheap and in bulk because as soon as you walk into the store for about 15 feet floor to ceiling and that ceiling was a good 12 to 14 feet high. Holy shit. Just rows and rows, just five, six tapes deep of garbage. And I remember there was a couple of them. There was a bunch of random Thunderbirds episodes, um, <laughs> nature videos, Uh how to win at gambling, uh the filmation Ghostbusters. It was like weird stuff like this. It was just like uh, just a hodgepodge of a mess. And then as soon as that's ended, that's where everything else went. And... I ended up becoming the assistant manager there because the manager ended up leaving and the assistant manager took over. So they're all right. Well, you've been here the longest. You're going to stay. So you're here. You're, yeah, here you go. Here's a raise and here's some keys. And this is how everything works. I was like, all right. You have then, seniority at the porn video store. Yeah, I'm an elder statesman. So. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so we didn't have really a TV that you could watch on a good. It was like literally almost up in the ceiling, so you would have to like tilt your head up to watch it. And it got kind of annoying. And uh, then we had like a, a disc player hooked up to a receiver. So that was kind of. So we basically just listened to music or watched movies or just kind of did whatever. And. Um, I remember because I always somehow got the morning shift because the boss didn't really want to work mornings too much. So I'd work like most of the mornings. And then on the weekends, I would pretty much close because we didn't have a third person to close. So it was me and him for a while. And I always remember because I'd work in the morning and this bugged me out to no end. There was this one guy that would come in. He would rent 20 movies. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean 20 movies. He would come in as soon as we open at like 9 in the morning, take his time, look around, come up with a stack almost as big as him. We would ring him up. He would pay. He would leave. And then he would return them all at 2 o'clock, like clockwork every day. What the shit? And we had to sit down and think, like, even if he has, like, high-speed dubbing machines, he has to have, like, four or five of them. Like how is he doing this? <laughs> like he is doing something, and we were never able to figure that one out. He's but, just yeah, got like he would
0: twenty TVs with twenty VCRs. And
1: oh my god! He needs god, to be like surrounded old... with porn. I know. Like um, I think he has like three dicks or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> and each one of them likes something different. But the funnier thing was uh, working there. Um, we got a lot of the businessmen like cuz there was a lot of banks and there was the uh, the Philadelphia stock exchange wasn't too far away so a lot of times you would see a lot of guys in base just like suit and tie come in and it, it was the weirdest thing and I've never figured this out but they always rented the same exact thing and it was always some kind of bondage BDSM humiliation thing
0: every time.
1: I've (laughs) never figured, but it was was something about guys in, like, high, I guess, like, like stress jobs like that. That's just what they did. And I was like, okay. Like, literally, as soon as a guy comes in, I was like, well, I know what he's getting. And sure enough, he would come back with it. Can I recommend something, sir? Well, how did you know? Well, (laughs) (laughs) but I do remember there were, like, when I started working there, there was this one guy that would come in, and I'll just say his name was Phil because he would actually talk to you like you were a human being. He was actually a very nice and pleasant guy. He wouldn't always rent, but he would just look around. And, you know, He would grab things from time to time. And when I would see him out in public, he would actually say hello. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Because if I saw one of those guys out in the street, they would just be Beeline. Like, yell. They were like, "Oh my god, I'm out with friends. What are you doing?" <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you're, I was. You're, you're about as good as my dealer, and I don't want them to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So we're like a scourge to them. But this guy's, "Hey, how's it going? Oh, what's going on?" So every time he came in, if I knew there was, if, if we knew there was something he wanted, we would hold it for him. Being like, "Well, that's what happens when you treat us like human beings." So, <laughs> but the the one good perk about working this job was. Uh, yeah, I was there for a little over a year and a half, two years. Um, every year, they there was two conventions you could get to go to since you kind of worked in this area. There was one, I think, um, it was out in like, Lakewood, New Jersey. And it was this big distributor. And it was like I, it's IVD or IDV or something like that. I can't remember. It's been too long. So they, you would go there. And it was basically their warehouse. And it was just a warehouse of you know, movies, books, whatever you want. And they would actually have uh, people from, like, a lot of different porn stars, like male, female. They would be there, and they would hang out, and you could, like, meet them and take photos and sign autographs. And so that ended up kind of being, like, you'd go on a Saturday, and it would be a fun thing to do, and you come back with some stories. And then there was an East Coast video show, which was usually over a weekend. It was, like, two or three days And it was in the Atlantic City Convention Center, and it was mobbed with people.
0: Yeah, that sounds really cool, actually.
1: Yeah. We, yeah, they ended up being a lot of fun. I remember because they would split the whole thing right down the middle, dead in half. And on the one half, it was like a lot of regular stuff, like, oh, like these are these directive video releases, and this is this kind of stuff. And then the other half was all porn, and it was just packed to the gills of people. And, um,. I will say this. I am known back then I was kind of uh, very awkward and clumsy, so which happened a lot. <laughs> and uh, I was very kind of accident prone. Okay. All right. Um, and I remember there was, this, uh, there was this one girl that was there, and I had, like, the biggest crush on her. I was like, oh, my God, that is, like, she's, like, I love this woman. And... She was there. She wasn't really excited, but she was kind of hanging out. And there was a guy there that was... He used to work at our store, but since left. But he had been around so long, he kind of knew everybody. Like right. actual stars or starlets or guys in the industry. He was just kind of a big fan of it. And he was very familiar. And he had met this girl a bunch of times to the point where they were on a first name basis. Fully aware, knowing that I had like this big crush. So I... Uh, I See her at a table, and then I see him, and he's got this grin. He's like, Hey, you, you want to say hello? I'm like, Yeah, okay. And I'm getting a little nervous. He's like, Ah, come on. He's like, Hey, you know, hey, I hate to bother. You. This is my friend. And I go to shake her hand and immediately trip over a chair, take her head right to the floor. Oh. Oh like this is not the first impression I ever and I am like shaking embarrassed at this point. <laughs> I'm just like Oh my god, I feel like such a loser right now. I gotta like I, I can't even like make eye contact and I'm like, Oh my god <laughs> Oh dude. Yeah, there was no coming back from that one. So I kinda just owned it and I was like, Oh, okay, you know, here you go and then it's this and I was like, I gotta go and I had a I gotta go outside, I gotta have a cigarette, I gotta go like I just gotta go. <laughs> How do you like <laughs> my pratfall routine I've been right working it. on? <laughs> Oh, man, it was... Uh, but it ended up being a lot of fun. Um, I met, like, uh, Ron Jeremy there a bunch, because he was always there. Of course. And he was... Yeah, because pretty much he's royalty at that point, as far as that goes. And he was always, like, super, super personable, very fun. And I remember... So what happened was, when you go to the, the big one, the East Coast one, you would get a badge with your name on it, and then you would... You know, that's that was all the security that went into it so what happens is like guys would go friday saturday sundays were usually the it's not very crowded everybody else is kind of already starting to make their way home so what we would do is we would basically give badges to uh like friends of ours and then just bring them in and like oh you're this person for today here you go and so i took my one friend i was like hey i got an extra badge you want to go he's like oh yeah let's do it and so so we drive down we're in atlantic city we go into the convention center and he's just like Having the time of his life, we're just like laughing, having a good time, and then there's Ron. He's like, "Oh my God, it's him!" And he's like, "Dude, what?" Ron, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then we were, I think we were talking about, I forget how this all happened, but we started talking about like other things, and then we talked about like him being and killing Zoe. Yep, I don't know if you remember yep. that movie. <laughs> yeah, and he, would, he would talk about because he had he was in it, but he had no lines, and it was basically like the camera comes in, they shoot him, and he's dead, and they're over in the out. And he had to fly to, I think it was, like, Italy where it filmed to do this. And he's like, yeah, you know, that was, was a lot of fun, you know, hanging out. And like, he literally, like, got on a plane to Italy. He showed up for, like, a day shoot. And then that was it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, he was, yeah, he had, definitely was dedicated to his craft. I
0: e- look, everybody I know or any story you ever hear about people meeting him, it's always the same way that he's just, like, the nicest, most personable guy. And it. he, he doesn't have to be. You know what yeah. I mean, and that's what I think is great about it. Is the guy's just like, yeah,
1: it's you know, I'm 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 living, I'm enjoying myself.
0: Yeah.
1: He also signed my copy of Orgasmo. So. <gasps> yeah, which I've lost a time. So oh no but shit. Yeah, I actually. So if you remember the cover, um, uh, on the old box cover, because I actually that was another one I actually saw in the movie theater when it came out. It was playing at this. Theater near me, and it was me and my one friend and, like, two other dudes, and no one else was there. That's awesome. And I love that movie. Oh, it's, I know it's a lot of people like great. Stunt cock. Philly is close enough to Atlantic City where you could drive home if you wanted to grab some stuff and then just drive back and then, you know, whatever. And I remember I owned a copy of that, and then he was there, and then if you remember the box, the, the cover art for that, it was uh, Trey Parker in the outfit and there was the two girls, like one at each leg, Yep, um, who were both actual porn stars. And they were both there at this convention. I'm like, that would be cool if I got them to sign this. And so I, I brought it with me. And then I go up to one of them I'm like, hey, can, can, can I, because they would have um, headshots or whatever. They, they would just sign off and, you know, whatever. And then you could just take a photo and there you go. And I was like, hey, could, could you sign something for me? I brought something with me. And she's then the one girl was like, yeah, go ahead. And I dig it out. And she's like, oh, my God, orgasmo. And she started freaking out. Oh, that's awesome. She's like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, and she was, like, super thrilled to sign it. So that was a lot of fun. And, uh, God, that was a good time. Um, but I remember that convention specifically because um, there was, like, a lot of people and... Jenna Jameson was actually there, which was, that was before she, you know, um, went right wing crazy as she is now. But yes, um, that's before a lot of people went
0: right wing crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of happens. So this is when she was like, as pretty much like super popular. She was already super famous at this point. Like everybody knew who this woman was. And I remember like I got there and there was just, a crowd of had to be 80 people around her at the entire time. Snapping photos, like saying hi or whatever, and she was being super nice, and just, but you could kind of I could kind of see her face, it was getting to her a little bit, and I'm like, alright, this is Jenna Jameson. There's there's, there's no way I'm gonna pass this up, so I'll, I'll go meet her, and I wait in line for like 20 minutes, because there was a lot of people, and um get to the front and I go up to her and I'm like okay I'm gonna make a deal this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get two autographs one for me one for a friend of mine I want to take two photos with you and then I promise I will never see you ever again so so I get to the front online, line I say my name I'm like look just we to get an fo- autograph for me and my friend because you're a big deal and I want to get two photos and then I promise I will go away and I will leave you alone forever and never see you again uh and technically to this day I have kept to that promise and so, take the one photo. She signs the one autograph. And then, you know, and I'm like, okay, oh, we're going to do another one. She's like, dude, you're killing me. I'm like, dude, I promise you will never see me again. You, Scout's on her. Like, come on. And she, she laughed. And we got a, actually a pretty cute picture. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the other one's going to be for me. And she's like, what's your name? And it's like, oh, you know, it's Bill. And she's like, okay, signs it off. And then I go along my way. And we get home later that night. And we're looking over all this because there was a we would come back with a ton of stuff, so it'd just be like signed movies, or right, movies, right, right. Whatever, my old roommate would throw them up on eBay and just make a bunch of money, like on the side doing it. And there was like a stack of Jenna Jameson stuff because he was like, yeah, we, that's never gonna happen again." And so everything she signed, it was the same thing every time. It was like to whoever loved it. Jenna Jameson, you could barely make out the name. Right. So he's going through box cover after, like, poster or whatever. He's like, dude, she literally signed the same thing for everybody except for you. And I was like, wait, what? <gasps> he's like, here's yours. And it says, to Bill. You're too sweet. Love Jenna Jameson. And I was like, <laughs> that's
0: freaking oh, awesome.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there you go. Oh, so it was like a little win for me that day.
0: You struck a chord, <laughs> man. You wore her down,
1: yeah, <laughs> as it were. Yeah, so that that, that you know those those uh, trips. I, I think I went to two of them. I, I funny enough. So funny story was, um, I had so that was fun getting those developed. By the way, all the photos we would take of that, because <laughs> some yeah. of them were a little, but you know it, it usually wasn't nothing too bad, and. I had like four photo albums of like all these like photos I had taken at these like things and I lost them like a couple years ago. I just don't know what happened to them. And maybe seven years ago, I think, or something. It was a while back. I get a I get a random Facebook message from some guy I never met. And he's like, Hey, you don't know me, but um I work at this guitar shop in town um did you used to own this like you know whatever kind of guitar i was like yeah i did I was like oh there was like a bunch of stuff in the pocket that's actually yours if you want to come get it i was like oh okay here it was all my convention photos from that time i had Whoa. I guess in one of like a move i put them in an old like guitar bag and he was like do you know what these are gonna be i'm like no i don't I was like oh well then you'll enjoy this i was like holy shit i forgot all about these and he was like, how did you just like hear my name tag was clear in one of the photos and he just quick did a like Facebook search and found me, and I was just like, Oh my god, I can't believe these still exist. So That's awesome. So I actually Yeah, I actually still own all those. So credit to that guy for actually tracking me down. Wow. Yeah. So and maybe someday I'll 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 show them off, but I'm, I'm probably not really. So
0: Yeah, exactly. That's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, they
1: kinda yeah, they just sit in an old cigar box now at this point. So. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, it was actually a lot of fun looking back on that job. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but you know, it had its moments. So. Oh, absolutely, pretty dude. Pretty and I mean, yeah. you, you
0: got a ton of ton of stories from it only being a couple of years of your life. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh god. Oh, all right. Cuz I know we've been going for almost an hour, so I will I want to end on this one because this is a really great kind of funny story. Great. Yeah. Um, this is when I was at the South Philly store and it was like me. there's like three other guys working that night. And yep. while we're working this one guy comes in. It's like three guys. They're, they're, they're a group and it's like these two guys and this one guy who's in a wheelchair and th- that's going to come into play in a little bit. And they're in there for maybe 10 minutes or so. Maybe 15 And we're not paying any mind to anything. And they go towards the back of the store. And then all of a sudden they just quickly leave. Like, oh, like like you can tell they were kind of like, all right, well, come on, we got to go. Let's go. Yep. And we don't think anything of it. 20 minutes later, we, we, you know, have all the returns that we got that day and we start separating them out. And uh, the one guy I work with is like, all right, I'm going to head to the back. I'll put these away. He goes to the back. He's like, oh, my God freaking out we're like what happened he's like dude someone took a shit in the anal section and we're
0: like kid kid hold on hold on hold on
1: yeah
0: just just to add can you repeat that
1: yeah sure yeah no 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 i just just just
0: to make sure we get the exclamation point on that someone what
1: someone took a shit in the anal section that's that's poetic that's just poetic uh, man yeah, yeah. So we go back there and the the quote unquote ale section, it was uh it was like those kind of built off like kind of separator walls with the wire racks and it kind of was built into like an almost U shape. Yep. So it was maybe about five, six feet between the two walls and it was literally like on the floor, a perfect line of like here's a poop. Then, like, a few inches, there's a poop, and then there's a poop. And it just made a perfect you around everything and then trailed out. So what we figured out was we think that the guy in the wheelchair probably, like, lost control, and it's not his fault. And just went and then got embarrassed and left. And we're like, oh, we gotta, we got to clean this now. <laughs> and I remember the one guy I worked with, he's like... Oh my god, I work I work at a pet store and this is I've never smelled anything this awful in my life. And it was just there would be these like weird kind of spots on the carpet for the rest of the time I was there where they couldn't quite get it out. So it was like a slightly off kind of spot around there. So but oh my god, just the look on his face we, we're all like grossed out but now it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Oh that's freaking <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, only an excitement video. There you go. <laughs> I think
0: that takes the cake right there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, so we have been going for for a while. So, um, give you've, you've you've listened to this before, right? I don't know if you had a chance to think. I know that, uh, you know, with the porn store yes. thing, it doesn't fall in. But um, I do this little thing where uh, you remember Blockbuster would have like you know employee favorites and people would get a free rental along with it. So. I, I was thinking about what I would say for an employee favorite, so I'm I'm gonna say uh, you, you work in a porn store. It made me think of John Waters. That's all I can really think about when I think about a porn store or like weird, you know, kind of movies. And I went to Serial Mom. You, you ever see that one? Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, I've uh, God, it's been a long, a long time, time ago. Yes. I haven't I haven't seen it since
0: I was a teenager, right? But I just yeah. remember there's that um... one scene where the kid is like. The, the punk kid that messes with the woman's son earlier in the movie is just going at it to a really, really, really over-the-top would only exist in a John Waters movie porn on a TV and she walks in and kills him during that scene. And yes. that, made, that made me... That movie's hysterical. And that made me yeah. think of that. So if, if I was to come up to you and rent Serial Mom, what would you um, recommend right off the cuff for me to rent along with it?
1: Serial Mom? If you're renting that um oh god give me a sec on that one it's all good Please. that's what makes yeah. this fun um hmm see I want to do I want to compare it to something at the time
0: or or just right, something something you like or yeah. something that makes your brain pops in
1: i'm trying to think of uh, uh, okay if you like serial mom I would probably if you want to stay in the black comedy kind of dark comedy I would probably Probably push on you, <clears throat> Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Fuck yeah, there yeah. you go. They, they would See? they would totally go hand in hand.
0: Yes, yeah. they would. All right, yeah. so so what about you? What's your uh, what's
1: your employee favorite, if you will? My employee favorite, just film film. My favorite or just, movie of all or, time. Or,
0: I mean? or, no, no, or just something like say say you were gonna come up and rent it. You know what I mean? It'll it'll help me because then I have to come up with one for you to rent along with it. So just throw something out there.
1: Uh. Okay. Uh, let's say I come up and I rent X Machina.
0: Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um, hey, well, if you rent X Machina, we'll, we'll we'll do a twofer. But have you seen Annihilation? Oh yeah. Because it's the same director, man. And uh, I mean, maybe right. maybe yeah. I'll just leave you with that. You should you should rent Annihilation along with X Machina because they're they're both freaking great. I can't believe yeah. more people didn't see either of them. You know. I did. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But, oh, man, that was – yeah, that was really good. Oh, Oscar Isaac was so good in that. Hell, yeah. Everybody, honestly, everybody. I, I think that was probably one of the most unsettling scenes I've seen in a movie in a while was the scene where they're in the house, and they hear the woman screaming. Here's this bear that just copied her voice. And just uh, like, what the hell's going on here?
0: You know, now that you mentioned things copying people's voices, have you ever seen The Ruins? no it's no, a really it it's a really freaky book the movie's not quite as good but it it has this cool thing where it's this ruin and these people you know they go off on like a tour of it right and they've got um you know a local guy takes them and they go up on top of this ruin and then he disappears and it turns out inside this ruin there's like this plant that's okay. living in there that slowly makes its way up out of the ruin and starts offing all of the people in really really nasty ways and it lures them in by like like they one of their friends goes missing and they hear her cell phone ringing yeah so they go down in there but the cell phone smashed and destroyed and the plant is mimicking the noise of it to like lure them in there and i'm like that's fucking creepy and it it turns out that it's you know a ritual sacrifice and all the townspeople come out and make them stay up there until the plant devours them and it's like it's kind of a cool freaky little movie but annihilation I will definitely uh, check that
1: out. I know. Me and you are usually pretty, pretty in sync as far as movies goes. And oh yeah. And what we don't like. Oh yeah. yeah. Then I will definitely check that one out. It,
0: it's a cool one. it kind of went under the radar. I, I, I forget who wrote it. It may have okay. been the book may have been written by the guy that wrote Mystic River. As weird as that sounds. I don't. No, I don't I know why. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyway, so so yeah, that that's that. brings us to the end. Um, you know, dude, thank you so much. Um, oh dude I can't this, thank you enough this, this was a, a blast, blast. It's, it's as if we've been friends for a while and uh, yeah right we, we've only really talked for the first time um outside of messages tonight so this is great um yeah. I'll just I'll, I'll pitch my stuff real quick everybody listening check out my patreon um you know i I work a day job but single income family uh, the patreon's helping me give you guys more stuff um, and uh, also um, supplement some income so that's great. Uh, I do the Chipman Brothers Tangent, Creating Geeks with my wife, um, and this one, the Talkbuster Podcast, and hopefully more. Um I can be founded at the Chippa on Twitter. Um you can check out my YouTube channel. Um and uh Bill also um I'll be on uh, his pod not, is a it, it's a video cast, right? Is kind of how you do it. Yes. Um yeah, I'll be so on that soon. So p- pitch that. Tell the people about your thing.
1: Uh so it's called Research and Destroy. You can usually find it by that name. Um basically the idea is it's me and just a guest and we'll pick like a single topic and we talk about it so i usually try to get somebody that's like i'm really super into x i will have you do that so like the first one i had me and an old friend of mine we did the entire episode about dr doom and those aspects of the character we liked and you know things like that so i'm trying to get more people i kind of took a hiatus for a bit mostly because i had a lot of Work that had to be done around the house, and then work got busy, and I was like, "I need to get back into it." So, I think we agree. Like you and me are gonna probably next weekend we'll record, so I'll probably have it by the weekend after when I get some time to do like the very, and I mean very minor editing that I will do into this. So, yeah, that's the same same here. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just like I put in some, I put in a stinger, I make some credits, and then that's basically it. So, yeah. But, yeah, so if you can, check that out. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at PhiladelphiaPA. And uh, I would also plug your Patreon since I'm actually a patron. So Thanks, uh, dude. I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Oh, I appreciate it. You, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I like the stuff you guys do. So Awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's about it.
0: Cool. And um, I've been plugging recently, and I'll, I'll do it again. The, the Big Brown Chair is a – bigbrownchair.org is a movie review site, movie and pop culture review site that my buddy from college, Peter runs who, uh, he's a, um, librarian that started a movie review site. Um, him and I hit it off based on our love of movies. This guy had a, he had a movie catalog unlike anything I've ever seen in college and he had it all categorized and would rent them out to people. He was very, very anal. i.e. librarian. Right. And, uh, um, his movie review sites. Awesome. Um, I did a review, a written review. First one I've ever done, um, for, uh, the uh, Happy Time Murders, and that was hosted on that site, so you'll hopefully hear more from me over there. And um, because we have to keep saying it, I'll also say rehire James Gunn because uh, we have to keep saying that. Um, yes, we do. Because that's a bunch of bullshit, and we need to get yeah. that
1: fixed. Um, and or at the very a- least, if Warner Brothers had a brain in their head, they would back the money truck up and say, hey, come make whatever you want. Exactly, exactly. You want Green Lantern? Green Lantern, please, Like, let me live that dream. <laughs> exactly Oh man, his, oh Jesus Him doing Green Lantern, I think that would be 500 home runs in a row <laughs> Holy shit, I don't think we're ready yeah. for that I'm ready <laughs> I mean, I'm mean, I ready am. for a really good DC movie I'm really ready for that I,
0: I agree, I definitely agree um, So, uh, because I have to go to sleep <laughs> Yes um, Thank you again, <laughs> and Bill um, And thank you all for making it a Talkbuster night Or day Or whenever you're listening to it Please be kind, rewind, and for God's sakes, wipe off your damn lube. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was not ready for that, but yes, please. That'd be nice.